We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Game on the line. Three balls, two strikes, two out, three on, six, six in the ninth. And he, did he go to his mouth or he took to, oh, he didn't get out, he got out of the box and the game is over. Oh my goodness. He wasn't ready to hit by the pitch clock and he's called out. Oh my. And we think the game is over. The ninth inning's over anyway and it's tied at six. Wow. Wow. I think the batter thought that the pitcher took too long and they were calling ball four Ooh. but it was the batter who stepped out and now uh, Snitker the manager's out to get an explanation wow wait a minute to see if we go extra innings here umpires are coming in I don't think we will no that's going to be that what a way to end it wow so I guess it goes into the books as a strikeout. It does. That's going to be the number one story on every sports show. It is. A, a Major League Baseball game just ended on a violation. The intuition of Will Fleming. Nailed it, at least for this show. That's how it sounded on WEEI over the weekend. It's Jones, Mego, Arcan, hour number three. We're here until six on a Monday with all your phone calls, 617. 779 Oh, my. <laughs> oh. No way it was Ray Croft-esque. I mean, that was Ray Croft-esque <laughs> by Will Fleming. But it's just no one knew what was going on, and this is not a knock on Joe Stig oh. or Will Fleming wow. or anybody else. Like, no one knew. The hitter didn't know. The pitcher didn't know. I'm sure the managers didn't know. The umpire knew. The broadcasters didn't know. None of the fans knew. It was a mess. And it was glorious, and it's exactly what baseball needs. It's exactly what baseball needs. Is it going to bring fans back? I don't know. Is it going to bring in new fans? Probably not. But at least it's going to prevent the slow death from picking up any more steam or picking up any more speed. And good. I I, I like that over the weekend. I love that over the weekend, Mego. I loved it, too. It's a beautiful mess. I don't think we're going to see this much of it in the regular season. You've got several more weeks of spring training. So this is kind of the first instances of actually having to see it in action as a player because it's different from, okay, sitting down, seeing how the rule, reading how the rule is going to work, hearing your manager tell you how the rule is going to work, and then you're actually in the batter box and you have some, you know, bad habits that then you step out and, oh, crap, I'm not set. Oh, crap, this is the rule now. 
Like, all it takes is one time, and everybody's going to be like, okay, well, got to go in there with a uh, focus now. And I would contend Major League Baseball needed this, like this specific incident early in spring training in such a dramatic spot. 3-2 count, bases loaded, ninth inning. So that game ended in a tie, if you're unfamiliar. And what happened is the batter wasn't in the box early enough. We already talked about this earlier in the show, but I'll, I'll, I'll reiterate. You got to be in 12 seconds in. The pitch, the pitch clock is 15 seconds with nobody on base, 20 seconds with men on base. The bases were loaded. There are guys on base. The pitcher has 20 seconds. The hitter has 12 seconds to get in the box, which means with the pitch clock counting down, 10-9-8, you better be in with eight seconds get left the on the box. clock. He wasn't in there. So it's a called strike. It's a full count. You're out. It's spring training, so they weren't going to go to extra innings, so the game's over. This wouldn't be the same situation in the regular season. I love people being like, well, what if a real game ended this way? It wouldn't. It was a tie game. It would have gone to extra innings. But what baseball needed was a dramatic example to show to everybody else that the umpires are serious, that baseball's serious, Theo Epstein's serious, and they're going to follow through on this. And I know we were amused by it. I think uh, I think the television broadcast was amused by it as well. Lou Merloni was on the television broadcast. I know he got a kick out of it. Up easily. Uh-oh. And now what? He's out. They have called strike three. Wow! This is mayhem! Automatic strike three called with the bases loaded in a tie game in the bottom of the ninth. This is baseball in 2023. <laughs> oh, the two strike strikeout. That's it. Two outs at the bottom of the ninth. Three two. Bases are juiced, and he wasn't alert in time. And they punch him out. Wow. Wow, indeed. I think that's how a lot of people felt. Arkan, you're not you're not so sold. This is the right wow. move. You're not so sold. This is the right move for baseball. Not right? necessarily. I enjoyed watching all that. I thought it was very funny, and I think that uh, humor is something that baseball could use a little bit more of in general. But I watched that also, and I saw that that's how the game ended. And I thought the olds aren't going to like this. This is not going to go over well with them. They are not going to be okay. They notoriously don't love change. That's exactly, yeah. especially a massive one that can end a game in that fashion. And it's not just, you know, the olds. Imagine anybody going to a game and having it end that way. All the ticket holders, anybody who's watching on TV, well, it's going to piss it them off. It can't end that way. It can't end that way. It like, can't end but, that way, I understand. But, like, if someone's up in that situation, sure. you know, say it was up 6-5 instead of it being tied at 6. Either way, I think that it's a very dangerous game that MLB is playing right now because what they did is they tried to, they tried to do all this in a time where interest was already fading. If interest was strong and you want to change some rules, then fine. You still have your, your core there, but now I feel like the cores diminish so much that if you alienate them, you may not have anybody left. I don't know that this is going to attract new fans. I don't know that young people are going to be super attracted to this. It just sort of seems like a new I mean, rule that's, you know, if people think baseball is lame, this isn't going to change their mind. It's a good point. Like, is this going to bring any new fans to the sport? I doubt it. Could it alienate some fans? It, it might. It could. I don't think it is because I, I think the dangerous thing is that interest, as you pointed out, was waning. If interest was was strong, if it, baseball was in a solid place compared to the other sports, they wouldn't change anything. Like it wouldn't be the time to change anything because it would be working. It would be like the NFL right now. But it, it's not in a strong place, so they have to look at it and say, what is it about our game right now that's alienating a mainstream audience? The games are too slow. Nobody wants to sit around for four hours and watch baseball. In the regular season, when there's another game on the next night and another game on two nights later. That like, is baseball! <laughs> it's just, it is. 
But it, people don't want that. And so I think it's it's good in the long Look, term. Look, I think potentially it could alienate fans, but here's what I think will actually happen. They'll bitch and moan and complain like they're bitching and moaning and complaining. And if you want to bitch and moan and complain, 617-779-7937. Because, Ryan, you were on the producer's show this weekend? The producer's... Yes. Yep, producer show. Producer show. Thank you. And That's I know you were it. you were doing all the the pros and cons, and you were getting a bunch of a bunch of frustrated fans about these rules changes, right? Yeah, a lot of people are. It it was really just within that first game, I think, with the Padres and the Mariners, where there was just either people loved it or people hated yeah, it. Because what what happened in that game? Something happened with Machado. Oh, right? Manny Machado got an O one because uh, he wasn't ready to to hit. Guess what? I've been want. I got games on over my shoulder. There's a, a Cardinals game going on right now. It's not that noticeable. Yeah, so you look- know what? You don't need eight seconds to fiddle with your glove and hit the ball against your cleats to loosen the door. You don't need eight seconds well, again, to do that. You can do it in five. It turns out, and you get twelve. Right? It's not. It goes yeah. down to eight seconds, but you get from twenty down to eight. You get twelve seconds, which I agree is plenty of time. So I know there are people frustrated with this. I know there are people that are. Um, you know, stodgy about the way the game was played and are traditionalists, you can weigh in. Again, 617-779-7937. I, I think what's actually going to happen is the fans are just going to get on board with it and just adjust, like they did with all these other rules changes that have happened over the past few years. You know, uh, they'll, they'll ultimately get on board with uh, a universal DH and everything else. The DH had been in the game not for 100 years, but for a long time. Fans moved on. They bellyache. They complain. But ultimately, they adjusted. That's what I think will happen. I think it'll make the... the uh game going experience more fun because one of the things we brought up on the producer's show is remember like Giannis would get shot clock uh I'm sorry free throw violations yep. and the fans just said 11 12 13 you can don't count you it think, down let's just say like it's Garrett a high, school, Cole. It's a high school baseball or basketball game now you yeah. see the sweat coming off his fingertips and you got rowdy Red Sox fans sitting there doing a three two one I think it's weird now. It's a, it definitely is an adjustment. Uh, I believe Jared Robbins said that he gets anxiety Good. watching it. Good. Yeah, because it's to. it's kind of new. It's, it's like all of a sudden exciting. it right. matters like, now. Are you supposed to be relaxed watching sports? No. no Maybe right. if you have like seven beers. No, right. What I want is to fall asleep on my couch in the fifth right. inning. That's that's what baseball wants. Baseball needs some anxiety. I know that's like a, a buzzword and like it's a it's got a negative connotation. No, this is going to be fun. No, this is not right. This is not someone's mental health. It's oh, a sport. I feel uncomfortable watching baseball. I, uh, you should get anxiety watching it. You should. Everybody's, oh, no, I don't know what's going to happen. It's moving too quickly. Everybody's too comfortable watching their phone falling asleep in the middle of the game in their recliner. So you need some anxiety. Can I hear from Alex Cora real quick, too? Alex Cora, I was looking for this all weekend. Like, I was like, where's Cora? Where's the post-game reaction? Cora talked about this today. It's been great. It's been great. Um, I love it, to be honest. with Why I say that? Because uh, I want to be home sooner rather than later. I think it's a better product for the the fans. I can tell you from experience right now with my kids. You know, they're playing soccer. They're playing baseball. They're doing gymnastics. And in order is 1A, 1B, three and it's baseball and they love it they like it but they take ground balls and then you go in the back of the line and it takes forever you know i hate to say it because uh you know i i want them to to love the game they love it whatever but i would love them to play it but this is where we at you know and there's sports out there that they're they're more fun because there's not that time you know uh when they go to a soccer practice, it's nonstop. When they go to gymnastics, imagine jumping around all, all over the place and doing all that stuff. And then when you go to the baseball practice, it's hitting, it's you know fielding. But there's a lot of that, that time, and I think that's what we're trying to avoid. Uh, 
the pace has been amazing. Obviously, there's a few things that we still have to work, and we got 27 more days or whatever it is to, to get to where we want to. But for the game, for, for where we want to go, no doubt about it, this is the right thing. Okay, so Cora's on board with it. What else is he going to say? But he's right. And I question how much his kids actually like the sport listening to him. But he's well, right. It also, moves. It's not like there's no dead time in gymnastics. You can't have 12 kids on the balance beam at once. Yeah, that's, probably, that's a good point. You can't. You, you have to wait your turn. you got to wait your turn to jump on the pummel That'd horse. That'd be wild that's true. if there was 12 people on it at once. That's true. The, uh, the, the uneven... And they're just trying to like push each other off to flip in the space. The uneven bars, the pummel horse. King of the pummel horse. Yeah, yeah you can't. It's true. <laughs> it just turns just... into American gladiator. <laughs> you can't just all jump on there. It's a good point. Uh, Bubba's in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Bubba. No, yeah. Now, hypothetically, this could be a World Series ending. Um, at, I mean, to, to a World Series. All right, good. Well, Bubba, let me let me put it back on you. That scenario A could not end a World Series, but I get what you mean. It could end on a big call like that. Then it's the World Series. Know the rules and get in the box. You would have played with these rules for eight months by that point, seven months by that point. So if you don't know them by then, it's your own fault. Yeah, no, I understand, I mean, but you're just changing the sanctity of, of baseball itself. Good, Double it needs Dave would turn in his grave. It right? needs it. It needs it changed. Baseball needs it changed. And by the way, this specific rule that happened, yes, it would not. You would go to extra innings, but if it was six six, uh, bottom of the ninth, and there's runners on, and the pitcher doesn't start his motion, yep. it's a ball, it would, and that's a game winner. And I don't understand why is that any different than a sack fly walking in the 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 run? You've been sitting there for three and a half hours. Think of that. Three and a half hours you've been sitting there and the game ends on a ball? Oh, I'd, my God. I think I'd rather watch this than the sack fly. I but think if it's more two and a half hours, like that's so much better. It's more interesting than the sack fly. Uh, Lisa's in Medford. Go ahead, Lisa. Lisa? Lisa. Oh, hey. Hey, oh. hey, hey. How's it going, guys? Hi, hey, Lisa. Uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for taking my call. I think that I love the idea of the countdown. I think they should have like a gong or a buzzer or something. You know, just like you said earlier, get the fans into it, counting down. A, I mean, baseball. A buzzer. What do we like? What do you think of that idea? Man? I like the gong. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first thing she the said? The gong. A gong. Yeah, yeah. that's a good. Oh, like the a, gong show. I spent all of Saturday. I, mean, I spent all of Saturday calling it the shot clock, and I'm not going to change. So yeah, I think much like a shot clock, it should have three, two. Yeah, I mean, what's the difference, right? I think it's great. Basketball has like, it. Wah, wah, wah. Football. Football could definitely use it for the play clock. Those stupid it's refs. It's the sanctity of the game. Those stupid refs. <laughs> <laughs> they miss it all the time. The rest miss it all the time. So football could use it. Yeah, what the heck? Put one in baseball too. Did you? I sent this, Mego. Did you see the uh, the Nesson score bug? Yes. Did you like that, or you think that's yeah, going to be too I, busy? I didn't think it was too. I didn't think it was obtrusive at all. Nesson is going to put up when there's ten seconds left on the pitch clock. They're going to put that up uh, basically at the bottom of the score. And I think scorebook. it's helpful. I, I think, like it for all the dumb graphics that they do during Bruins games. It, uh, this this. Bug, it, it worked perfectly. It had it, no issues. With it, it might get annoying, and they can fiddle with it over the course of the year. But in the meantime, I think it's helpful too. I think it's useful in the meantime, and I thought it was actually a good, uh, a good piece of technology that Nesson used. Shockingly it could, it enough, it can also be if it's not something that they want to do all the time. They just throw up when it's somebody who's a habitual offender Kenley or Jan- Kenley habitual Jansen. line stepper. Yep. We might say they <laughs> yeah. toe the line. Oh, might Craig be good Kimbrell is Craig Kimbrell. So everyone's all upset because they can't watch Craig Kimbrell hunched over with right. his arm hanging out there, staring down the batter Ooh, for fourteen seconds. I'm a creepy seconds. scarecrow. Right. Right. No, yeah, Pete, give it time. Just give it time. You're gonna love it. I uh, I again, I don't know that they need to keep the score bug, but. 
I uh, I think for now it's it's useful. And if they got to change it, just get rid of it. 617-779-7937. That's Nesson's graphics, by the way, not the rule. The rule is here to stay. We'll have more on this with all your phone calls, and we'll start to mix in more thoughts on the Celtics and the Bruins, both won over the weekend. How Joe Missoula handled minutes down the stretch, how clutch is Jason Tatum, and how meaningless was Linus, Linus Allmark's empty net goal. All that right after trending with our... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Inbound to Smart. Bounce pass Tatum. Tatum puts up a three. Garland off Besser's stick. Olmark is going to try it, and he scores! Linus Olmark, the odds-on Fezzanet Trophy winner, scores an empty net goal to seal this win. You're seeing history. <laughs> the selling line. Hearing it a second time, it's so much more. Well, third time. I heard it live on Saturday because honestly, I was half paying attention at that point. I'm like, the Bruins are going to win. Game's over. They're up 2 1. I know Vancouver has the extra attacker on, but like, this is over, which is why I've been calling it all day a meaningless goal. And it was a meaningless goal by Linus Allmark. I guess it was rare, kind of cool, I guess. Meaningless, though, it's at the end lo- of the day. Meaningless. What's more impressive, just as a feat in the moment? Yep. I know one doesn't count. Omar's goal. Or? Or Joel Embiid's shot at the end of the game. Oh, Embiid's 
I was way, so much cooler. Way much, way more interesting. Way more impressive. One would have tied the game. The other one didn't matter. All the Bruins had to do was keep the puck out of the net, which they were going to well, do. The argument would over be the next forty-eight seconds. And beats ultimately didn't count because they should abolish the clock in basketball. <laughs> First team to 100 wins. Imagine a game ending that way. You're so sure about that, Jones. Vancouver scored in the third period. I understand, but just uh, how often? And they had an extra attack. I mean, it wasn't like the craziest thing in the world to think they could have tied the game. it's not the craziest thing in the world, but they probably weren't going to. Vancouver had one goal in 59 minutes. Right, in that period, though. Yeah, fine. In 59 minutes, they had one goal. Like, were they going to score again? They were just getting hot. Were they going to score again? No, I don't think they were. It was meaningless. You were winning the game either way, is my personal belief on that. But you have Allmark on Saturday night, and then it transitions right into the Celtics game, which you also heard there. Jason Tatum with the winner. For some of us, it transitioned faster than others. Yes. And <laughs> so, jumped over there before the Allmark No, that, but that's, that's fine. And so, you know, we, uh, we, not all of us stuck till the end of the Bruins. That's okay. But when it comes to that, that Tatum shot at the end of the game, it is unfortunate for Arkand. I hate to bring this back up because I know his mm. Sixers lost initially, but in the middle of last week, we were arguing about the clutchness of Jason Tatum. And I, I do still have questions about him overall and how clutch he is. But the question came up last week, who would you rather have taking a shot at the end of a game, Tatum or Paul Pierce? And unfortunately, these numbers for Jason Tatum in his career are quite impressive. I didn't want to show these to Christian Arcan. I was hoping no one would bring these up to Christian Arcan. <laughs> but unfortunately, Tucker Boynton tweeted out, since the NBA started tracking play-by-play data in 1996, and he's updated these numbers, apparently. A lot of people sent me this tweet, Joe. Did they? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, join the club. I, uh, you should have seen all the <laughs> tweets I got after the Allmark empty net goal. There are 155 player, uh, five players rather, who have attempted 25 or more field goals to tie or take the lead in the final 24 seconds of the fourth quarter, which is admittedly, that's a lot of time left in a game. Uh, 24 seconds. Playoffs included. Tatum ranks first out of 155 with 52%. Field goals made, 51.7 field goal percentage. Arkan, I'm sorry you had to see that. I'm sorry you witnessed that. I didn't want you to see that. It's not great for my argument, and I will say that that's better than I thought for Tatum. I didn't think he was ever really bad in in those such situations. I didn't think he was that good. But I'm not putting him over Paul Pierce yet. I'm sorry, I'm not. Paul Pierce was a finals MVP. Jason Tatum disappeared in the finals. Hitting shots at the end of the game is part of being clutch, but there's more to it than that, I think. Yeah. I would just say at this point in Pierce's career, we were questioning whether or not he was clutch. That's too. true. That's you fair. know, and yeah. Pierce needed a lot of help to get. The, he needed them to add Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen, and he was demanding his way out of town if they didn't make moves, and they did. Uh, hidden underneath Tatum and his clutchness, and again, I, I, he had a horrible finals. I'm not totally sold. He's a guy I, I fully trust in that moment. But him or Pierce, I'd take him. I would. I was with Mego on that last week, and I feel vindicated. He's now hit two straight winning shots in That's the last two takes. games. Yeah, who cares about the finals? That's a good well, point. Well, first, yeah. he was put back on an air ball that he shot. So yeah, just, but still, he, did, he, did he make the shot or <laughs> he not? He did. No, he did. I think that would count for Paul Pierce's repertoire. So he made the shot. But hidden underneath all that. I'm sorry, I didn't realize they don't count it if it doesn't look cool. Right. Hidden underneath all that, though, is that Joe Mazzulla made it a game because he doesn't know how to handle these crunch time minutes. Like, Tatum wouldn't have needed a game winner if Joe Mazzulla just kept Marcus Smart on the bench, which he didn't. Joe Mazzulla was asked after the game about handling crunch time minutes. Here's what he had to say. When you're trying to deal with the lineups, and the one lineup is playing so well, and you've got to make changes. What kind of goes in your mind when you're pulling white, you're putting back in smarter with struggle? Just what kind of goes through that fourth quarter situation? Humility and trust. Um, you know, that's just, that's going to be the nature of our team as we continue to grow, is we have to have the humility to understand that guys are going to be playing well. We have to have the trust that when we put our team on the floor, we're going to execute. And so that's just kind of how it is. And um, our guys do a great job, um, you know, of having the humility and having the trust. 
Humil- it's humility and trust on the T-shirts, and then it's just three point guards sitting on the bench with their heads <laughs> in their hands. Right. Pritchard, Brogdon, White. I just, humility, that's the word I think of when I think of Marcus Smart. That's definitely the word I would use. Trust has been brought up before. Do you trust, to use his words, do you trust Joe Missoula to get this right in a big spot? Like Not it's, yet. It's February. Not yet. It's February, but like... Right now, their closing lineup should not include Marcus Smart. If that changes in April and May and June, then it changes. But right now, with how hot Derek White is, he should not sit. And I agree with you. I don't trust him yet, which is part of the reason I wouldn't have removed the interim tag. Yeah, it's a small sample size, but since Marcus Smart came back from his injury in these three games, he's a minus five on the floor. And Derek White is a plus 15. And what was Smart? He was a minus 22 the yeah, other night, I think. Yeah, so he was, he was particularly bad. bad in the now, Philly game, and they made a huge run without him in the Philly he game. He did have that very nice Closing pass to Tatum for the clutch shot. I mean, it was a bounce pass. Yes, it was a nice. It was, it was a, nice, a. It was a nicely it was a timed crisp pass. Bounce pass. Yes. It was. It was a good play. It, sure. It was a good play. John Wooden so that's where I would argue against myself here. But <laughs> easy there. Is that what it sounded like off the floor? That's John Wooden when he saw it. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Joe Missoula, I think it's going to be the biggest challenge so far for him. Because he came in with this lineup ready-made, and everybody in their little spots, even Malcolm Brogdon, who was brought in and was formerly a starter when Brad Stevens brought him in, the pitch was, hey, you're going to be the sixth man on a championship-caliber team. So are you ready for that role? And it's like, yes, Joe Mazzulli didn't really have to do anything to massage that role. This is a situation where he might have to look at a perennial starter, a reigning DPOY, and say if it continues on this trajectory. I'm not saying this after three games, but if it continues this way, he's going to have to ask for the humility from Smart and have everybody continue to have the buy-in. Good luck. And that's tough. That's a tough thing. That is the hardest thing for an NBA coach to handle. He can sit there and figure out how to call a timeout and then steal Brad Stevens' play, as he said, and incorporate it, but it's much harder to handle egos and roles on oh, a yeah. team. And look, this isn't this isn't a playoff game, and he is managing egos, so you know what? In February, I'm going to go back to smart. In a playoff game, he shouldn't have. In a playoff game, the closing lineup should have been White, Brogdon, Jalen, Tatum, Horford. That should have been the closing lineup in a playoff game. If you got to massage egos in the meantime, Marcus Smart and his humility... If you got to do that, fine, you got to do that. But do I trust Missoula? No. I'm not sure I'd trust any rookie coach. It's almost like there are too many options. Like, mm. for a younger coach, it might be better to just have five obvious guys to play at the end of the game than all the options Missoula has. So it's, it's not. It's kind of the difference when we talk about the 2008 team yeah. to this team. Yeah. This team is really deep. And when you get to the front of the bench, versus the bottom part of yeah, it was, your... it was pretty clear who you were closing with in 08. Get I, Perk out, put in Posey, maybe Rondo's in, maybe not, but that was pretty clear. This team, there's almost too many options, so it's not even a Missoula thing necessarily. It's just a young or at least inexperienced coach. I don't necessarily trust him. Do you guys trust him? 617-779-7937. I said that the Tatum winner maybe overshadowed Missoula's handling. I definitely think the meaningless, fluky... Through the clown mouth, empty net goal, goalie goal, ninth in NHL history by Linus Allmark. I definitely think that distracted from my real takeaway from the Bruins game. And that's that the guy you traded for, uh, Dmitry Orlov from the, the Capitals, one of many moves made around the NHL, one of many moves made in the Eastern Conference, I don't think he wants to be here. Listen to Dmitry Orlov when asked directly after the game about playing for the Bruins in his free agent walk year. I think right now it's not what I think about. <laughs> You know, obviously, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's gonna be summer, and I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, right now I'm in uh, we're in Bruins, and it's my team, and I will try to do leave everything for this team. Okay, 
Look, I, I acknowledge it's his second language, so maybe I'm missing something here. Maybe I'm just digging where I shouldn't be digging and over-exaggerating because I'm me. I listened to that full press conference. Go go watch it. Go watch Dmitry Orlov after the game. We played you more clips earlier in the show, and if you missed them, you can go to the Odyssey app. If you miss any part of the show, have it delivered to your phone daily. Subscribe to Jones and Mega with Arcan, our podcast on the Odyssey app, or wherever you find your podcast. Go listen to it. Doesn't sound like a guy who's happy to be here. He's won a cup before, so... With when the we, team who drafted him. Sure. When we say, hey, bud, you have a chance to win a cup, you should be excited. He doesn't sound it, but he's won a cup before. He's a free agent. Maybe it'll take him a little while to get on board. He's in a new spot. It's a second language. So maybe I'm reading too much into it. But that does not sound like a guy who's excited to be on the best team in the NHL at all. And that would be my big takeaway from the game. Great. Your goalie scored an empty net goalie goal. Whoopee. Super cool. Neato. <laughs> Laugh like that if you have to, Jack. Here's how I. Here was my reaction when I heard uh, Ryan. Here was my reaction when I heard that Dmitry Orlov doesn't want to be here. <laughs> That's the story. The, your big shiny new trade object, your big shiny new trade addition, doesn't want to be here. He sounds like he's pissed off at being a rental. Now I don't know what it was on the other side with the Caps. If this was a blindsided trade for him. But he, he sounds like even in other parts of that interview, someone asked him, like, hey, you haven't even uh, practiced with the team yet. And he was like, well, we warmed up together. I guess that's enough. Like, he sounds pissed off. Yes, he does. And already he was complaining about playing on the right side after the game. Mm-hmm. Already he's now, I believe, based on morning skate, he's going to be on Charlie McAvoy's left side now. So. I did play. Yeah, so that was that was him. He's like, yeah, I've done it for like 50 or 60 games it's in the past. fine. But left unsaid, I don't love it. Especially in a free agent year, I want to play on my strong side. I want to play minutes on the power play. I want to pile up points. I think that's what he cares about. And that's what it sounds like he cares about. You tell me. 617-779-7937. Let's go to Hugh, waiting patiently in Maine on our baseball conversation. Go ahead, Hugh. Yeah, uh, I hate that they had to put in a rule to speed things up, but I'll tell you what, when I'm watching the games and not thinking about the rules, they feel an awful lot more like the games that I watched in the 50s and 60s. Uh, and I'm 79, I've been watching baseball a long time, and the feel of the game is more like what it used to be when two and a half hours was actually a long game. I'll tell you what, that's a young-sounding 79-year-old. i got to be honest. Yeah. What, what are the some of the uh, times for these games so far, and it's a spring training games, and they can, you know, end in regulation or end uh, after the ninth inning, regu- rather, and not go to extra innings. But, like, the average time of some of these games, it's like two and a half hours. It's awesome. Like, the speed is way up. And it's every night. It's not every two or three nights, like the NBA or the NHL. But that's what you want to be gunning for. You want to be gunning for two and a half hours. That should be about the number. If you can get it down even more, great. The closer to two, the better. That might be a pipe dream today, but that's that's what you want to be shooting for. Right? And he's right about the old days, too. I remember at the beginning of COVID, when remember Nesson or someone was showing all those old games, you know, like old-time George oh, it's, Scott Red it's, Sox. It's, it's jarring. The ball comes out, it goes back, they take it, and they pitch it, and there's nothing in between. It's really, it was really something. It was it was startling to watch, and I do think they should uh, strive to get closer to that. Did it give you anxiety? It did not. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we said this earlier. Gave something else. Jared Grubb is, it gives me anxiety watching these games. And not that I want anybody Good. not that I want anybody to have anxiety, but I agree, Mego. Good. Watching a sport, not your own mental health, but watching a sport 
You need some anxiety. Baseball need. I don't want to be falling asleep oh, in the fifth inning. I can't watch this shootout between these two awesome quarterbacks. I'm so right. uneasy. You see the Clippers and the the Kings over the weekend. It was like 179 <laughs> to 178. Oh, it's giving me too many baskets. It's giving me anxiety. Turn off the shot clock in That's... basketball. It's going too fast. Even the Lakers had a 27 point yes. comeback against the the Dallas Mavericks. They're showing the highlights on TV right now. It's like stop. You it's need... too much. Too soon. I can't handle it. You need action. Action My should blood not pressure is up. Action should not be giving you anxiety. That should be the norm. When the you're game watching they played today, the Red Sox and the Twins, two hours twenty four minutes. Yeah, two the, hours twenty four minutes. That was the final today. Yes. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Wow. Uh, Lou had a tweet. I'm trying to pull it up here. We played you, Lou, on the broadcast earlier. Lou said, after calling the last two games, it's amazing to look back and see how much the game got away from the way it was supposed to be played. The product is so much better, and I think many would agree. Only a couple of games into spring training. Uh, Tim's in the car. Go ahead, Tim. Hi, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, Tim. Yeah, I was calling about um, the Bruins and their chances to make the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, go ahead. What do you got? Uh, you sound kind of down on them, uh, uh, Jones. Um, I remember before you came to this station, you were on your other station talking about you could sense them cracking. Yes. And I think that was back at the end of uh, December. <laughs> it was probably like, how do you Tim. Feel, how, do you, how do you feel about that now? Tim, it was probably October when I've been saying that. I admittedly arcaned. I admittedly have been saying this for a while about the Bruins, but, mm-hmm. I, but I also said back then, when will I believe in the Bruins? Barring a big trade, and Orloff is not big enough. It's a nice move, and I like it, but it's not a big enough move. If I see that he's been a great addition and he actually wants to be here, then maybe I'll change my tune on that. But I said, when will I believe in the Bruins? When Gary Bettman hands Patrice Berger on the cup. And if that's unfair, then fine, that's unfair. They've been choking for a decade. So I don't believe in them because they've won some regular season games, but to the caller's credit, Tim, it was... I've been doubting them since about October and saying it, the other shoe's about to drop with them since October. I, I don't even think it was December. I think he's giving me too much credit. October, I've been saying it, and they have not fallen off yet. He's right about it's that. It's like the opposite of faith, basically. Yes. It's, like, it's like telling a priest, like, yeah, I'll believe in God when I die. Yeah, well, I just, look. I'll, <laughs> if I, I see the pearly gates, do you want me I'm to lie? a believer. Do you want me to lie? No, I'm just saying it. When That's I, what it comes when up When will as. I believe in heaven? When I'm there. When will I believe in the Bruins? Okay. When they hand them, when they hand the cup to Bergeron, you think I'll you're believe in them. Be looking at it. No, well, that's why I, I, I don't, I don't currently believe in it. Uh, Mike is in Rhode Island. Go ahead, Mike. Hey guys, how you doing? Hi. Hey, the, the Indiana game, yeah, but like Tatum at the end of the fourth quarter, three possessions in a row playing hero ball, turned the ball over. Should have never gone, gone to that. And then your boy Marcus Smart was the guy in overtime. Just saying. Yeah, he did. He had a, what did he hit? Like a bunch of free throws in overtime? I think he hit one shot and a bunch of free throws. So good. He did have a good overtime against Indiana. Look, I, He also got torched in mm-hmm. that game. And he, he actually had a good final possession of regulation, too, if I want to give Marcus Smart credit on, on Halliburton. But no, I don't, I haven't, since the second they got Brogdon, I don't want him out there in crunch time sometimes last year. Since they got Brogdon, I don't want him out there in crunch time situations. No. And I did not expect Derek White to be this good. If Derek White is still this good come playoff time, he might turn into a pumpkin. And if he does, then we can revisit it. But right now, if this is how Derek White's playing, he should be playing over smart. It's a serious conversation. You were early on it, but it's a serious conversation over these last just couple like, games. Just like the Bruins. Early on it with the Bruins. Yeah, you were a little too early. Still well, waiting for that one still, to come to fruition. Uh, that, one, that one hasn't come to fruition yet, but it's happening. You were right well, technically may have peaked too early. Yeah, with the Olmark stuff, you were right on the mark. I was so on the mark with Olmark. That, uh, that is true. Uh, here we go. We have uh, Meg's planning with Megan Annalini. Sure. <laughs> Jeez, okay. 
Well, Richard wanted to submit a uh, a Megsplaining topic, which uh, unfortunately we're not going to be able to hear. Richard there. sounded like he was in an argument with someone off air. Richard, why don't you call back, or uh, maybe you can text it in three seven ninety three seven. Text it in. There that you sound go. like ninety nine percent of all conversations I've heard a guy have. My my gotta re- go get the effing thing. <laughs> my real point was I wanted people to know that you can right, Megan. Like you yes. solicit suggestions for Megsplaining. I Twitter texts. Phones, you solicit these. So no people foot are, requests. People are well. Well, I mean, you know, send them just in case you change your mind. But what? what how can they get in touch with you on it on uh, on Twitter? So you can find me at Megan underscore Ottolini or at Mega Waffles twenty two on this, Instagram. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Stephen Ridley twenty two. I do. Uh, I do remember. I love waffles. So what the hell is that? If you want to it's send those in, thing. if you want to send oh, those in, you can at 617-779-7937. Any suggestions for Megan Annalini? She's got Megsplaining, as she does each and every day at this time next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg explaining. Meg All right. This is something I saw from Kedrick Perkins on Twitter. And uh, if you're on the Twitch chat, it's uh, Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash Boston WEI if you want to see this tweet. This is a tweet from Kendrick Perkins yesterday. He tweeted, I'm tired as hell, and I'm just wondering, should I start some real S? on this plane with this old man. What? I'm just trying to figure out why his damn leg is all in my MF comfort zone. So if you look at this tweet, he's on a plane and he's flying United. It looks like he might actually be in coach. Well, that's what I was going to ask. I'm we like, where are Perk? a lot Perk? of questions for starters of how Perk got himself Perk. into this situation. Where are you? I mean, Perk just released a book. You're he's a big... got to have book sales. got to have book money, gotta TV have that money. got book money, TV player, money. Player money. Like, uh, honestly, and, and to be honest... You're a he big guy. Played you're, 14 seasons. You're a big Perk. What are you doing in coach? 6'10". I, I agree. He's. A, it looks like he's in coach. Yeah. So anyway, it looks like he's in coach, but what the real, the real topic here is what his seat neighbor is doing to him so judging by this i think he's sitting in the window seat and it looks like the person in the middle seat has their leg completely over the little metal divider the line on the floor of the plane man that's, spreading that's the line that is man spreading and that but that's that's the line right there is what that is that's if that is a line crosser don't cross it don't cross that's it a this, line is, crosser. this is my space over here don't cross it the armrest up for grabs okay let me talk about the armrest first okay. before we get to this. This is highly offensive behavior. Yeah, this, this is not a great. This area. is really bad. The armrest. This is how it universally should work on the armrest. And if you do something against this, you're acting like an a hole on the plane. <laughs> oh, I can't. I'm sure I act like okay. an a hole. Go ahead. So if you are an aisle seat or a window seat, you have an armrest. You mm-hmm. have your own little special armrest on the outside. If you're a middle, that's your area. If you're a middle seat, your life sucks. So you get both armrests, no matter what. 
if you're in the middle seat, you get both armrests because your life sucks. Okay. You're in the middle seat, and that's how you keep the respect of the rest of the plane is they look and they go, oh, she has both armrests. Okay, she's owning that middle seat. Arcan, agree or disagree with this? Middle I, seat gets both armrests. I disagree with that. I do, what? too. Yeah. I what do is too. it? Whoever sits down first gets the armrest? It's just, no. That's it's, anarchy. No, it's, it's kind of first come, first serve. It's Lord, no, 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 yes. no, no, no. That's anarchy. It's Lord of the Flies. Yeah. It is anarchy. It's Lord of the Flies. It is. It is showing your dominance, and it is. I am gonna. I am gonna dominate these el- these armrests. My elbows are gonna dominate these armrests, and that's what it is. It's Lord of the Flies. It's alpha dogs. It's you know. It's survival of the fittest mm-hmm. is what it is. Get your elbow on there and hold on to it for dear life. It's part of the reason I try not to go to the bathroom mid flight. I'm not getting up. I'm not losing my. I'm not losing the higher ground I have on this. You armrest. just pee your pants. Yeah, so you I, can won't, have both I won't armrests. get up. I'm just staring down the person next to me. I'm like, oh, you got, you're gonna have to pee at some oh, point. Oh yeah, you smell that? I'm, ta- I'm taking that armrest back. I'm in. Already I'm, did. I'm in an adult diaper right now, and I'm not going anywhere. Smells I'm dominating like sulfur, these armrests. Doesn't it? Sounds like victory. That's what it is. It's it's Lord of the Flies is what it is. So you just assume somebody's just going to let you have both if you're in a middle seat. Yeah, they should. I would assert that okay. if I'm in the middle Maybe seat. Maybe they should, but especially now, if you're on but now it's in your lo- coach. Now your, it's, if you're in coach, especially. It's sky rules. Now it now you're up Sky rule. That's what I'm trying to lay out right now in Meg Splenny. It's sky rules. What this person is doing in I'm the saying, middle seat is insane. You need to trust people to not be heathens and not be like me trying to dominate the armrest, which just doesn't happen. People aren't going to follow your rules. So what happens if they don't follow your rules? What do you do? Then you start you start elbowing over. There you go. If you're That's, in the middle seat, you got to splay your elbows out like you're a baby bird. I can't you believe you got to wing it. This this human would look at Kendrick Perkins Kendrick coming Perkins down is and go, 10. "Oh, I'm sure he can squeeze in there." I'm, listen, the PSA: You do not see six ten people every day. I guarantee you okay. probably don't see them every month. But, but you see Kendrick insane. Perkins, even if you don't know who he is, you're like, man, maybe yeah. I should splay to the other okay, side. Okay, so bit. the middle seat. I want. I want to talk about this. Wait, but if it's Perk and he's in coach, that's Perk's fault. Like, how'd you get here? Well, that's the biggest question. It's your, if you're in coach, now this that is you're Perk's in, fault. if you're in this Steve position. Pat <laughs> okay, that's a hard name to say. Perk was listed when he played at two seventy. And yeah. I wouldn't say he's gotten smaller since he played, you know? No. Like, but the bigger, thing is, the bigger thing is you're folding your legs in there. Stop playing that drop. <laughs> Not during my segment, Ryan. <laughs> Middle seat here has a tote bag that they've stuffed under the seat in front of them. Oh, uh, that's so true. They're I did not behaving, notice that. They're true. behaving like they don't have any leg space, but that's how they decided to use their leg space. And on the one hand, I commend them because they're not taking the overhead space, which is really reserved for the rolly bags, unless you stuff your little bag in there, you stuff it in the side where a rolly bag's not going to fit. It's just like awkwardly, you know, stuff it in there. But that guy, that guy or girl, I guess, might also have a rolly bag, and then they have this on top. Probably. Which, which but I, I am commending them, but that doesn't mean that you I get to love. spread your leg over into Kendrick Perkins' area. I will say that. Oh no, this is a clear, this is a clear violation. It's but it's also violation. when you're rich, don't sit in coach. If he's in coach, I put this on Perk. This is why. This is why you're, you're you should be above coach. You shouldn't have to deal with riffraff like this. It's true. It's true. I have a lot of questions about how he ended up in this, but I think this is how most of us travel. And I want to admit to something. Uh And I want to ask you if this is a violation of Sky Rolls. Okay. Okay. This is this is big. This is going to (laughs) come off really poorly. Um, When I am traveling on a flight. Is this dog related? No. Okay, good. No, no, no. When I'm on a flight that is an hour, over an hour. Or over an hour and a half, I'd say. You know, like a real flight. Not mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm jumping on the plane to go like to, to D.C. or something. Something like that, yeah. Um, I take my shoes off. 
Oh, come on. <laughs> Are I, you kidding? Wow. I'm with you on this. I take my yeah. shoes off on flights all the time. I'm not yeah. going to oh, sit boy. on a three-hour flight with my shoes on. I'm not... <laughs> now, I'm not going I'm not going barefoot because if I have sandals, if it's uh, summer, I'm wearing sandals. So I, I want... I'm, I'm basically have shoes off. But if I'm like today, it's February, I'm wearing boots... Boots are coming off on the plane. There's so no way ugh. that I'm sitting there with my feet swelling up on the plane. What's your and problem I'm keeping with it? Don't wear puppies. boots on the plane. What's your problem with it back Even there? Even if I'm in sneakers, but I don't no. want to sit is in it, sneakers. Don't, don't subject me to your feet. Is it? The and I, I don't mean your feet specifically. I'm I mean not, like, everybody's putting, like, feet in general. When we're in public, oh, we're not on the beach. Look at it. Can I see your feet? Yeah. Then I don't want. I'm, I'm not, no, like I'm not about it. I'm not about it. I'm not like putting them up on your tray. Like, no, you can't pick and choose. Sky rules. You have to follow all the sky rules, and you're picking and choosing. I don't like it. Now he does have you there because I'm already. I'm already saying it's Lord of the Flies, and I don't expect there to be any rules up there. It's like being an international. Jones is is an uncouth heathen. I would be not the least bit surprised that he. He's like, oh, yeah, I take I've, my shoes off, I've, too. I've kicked my flip-flops off he and, can't and gone be barefoot. Helped. But what's your problem? You said smell. If your feet smell, you can't be doing okay, that. Okay, but your but feet it, are going to smell when you take a shoe off and you still have a sock on. That's when your feet get sweat. If you have, like, sandals on, you take the sandals off. Big deal. My, my feet? That's no big deal. But if you have a shoe on with well, a sock and then you take the shoe off, it's going to really smell. First of all, you've already aired the puppies out at least once because you went through security. <laughs> and unless you have pre-check, you took the shoes off once. It's true. So maybe, I don't know, maybe the answer is if you're going to take your shoes off in flight, you start airing them out at the gate. As long as they don't smell, I don't think it's a problem. It's Your feet are jammed under the seat in front of you anyway. Nope. You, don't, you don't have any leg room. It's not like you can see my feet. They're under the seat in front of me. You can't even see them. So it can't be a visual thing. If, there's if I sh- took my, off my shoes in a flight, people would notice. Okay, well, if, you're, you if your feet stink, then yeah, that's why a, then I think everybody's feet, feet stink so when you bad. take your shoes off. I don't. No. Oh, really? No. Oh, yeah? No. I'll take mine off Maybe right like now. Maybe, like, after I a I bet run. you they don't smell I'll good. I'll take them off right what? now. Bet okay. you they don't. Smell them right now. Arkin, go do a whiff test. Boots I'm not off. going near. I'm not boots going in there. Boots My boots are off, too. It smells better than middays in here. I'll tell you that right now. That's a low bar. Low bar to set. Look, they've been sitting in these tights that are covered in dog hair. Savage human beings. I'll be honest, my, my, feet, my feet actually might smell. My feet are kind of sweaty right now. No! Thank you. But this is in boots. I actually can smell my feet, so that's actually gross. But this is, I wore snow I boots. I can't smell them. You sit over there with your shoes no. off. Unless we're at the beach. I like, can. there really isn't anywhere where you should be taking your shoes off in public. And Which, by the way, is is something that plagues this station feet. every okay. summertime. Ryan, summertime. Ryan, you oh know my God. I, I take my shoes off. Probably once a show. Yeah, I'm aware. I can't sit here for four hours with my shoes on. It's I one of your my worst shoes qualities off in the press being. box at Gillette and at TD Garden. I take my shoes off everywhere. If I go back to Fenway Park, I'll take my shoes off there. In you the take press your box. shoes off in the press box? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bunch Nor- of people listening Nor- right now, Nor- like, oh, really? <laughs> From the Boston Globe once. Yeah. And where Nora do you sit was in the like, press what are you doing with your shoes off? Nora is like, 100% on that one. I can't sit here Bunch for of- hours at a time in my shoes. This is I. This is not how humans are uh, meant to live. Nora? Pranasi. I think I'm yes. saying that right yeah. from the Boston Globe. Nailed it. Bunch of Twitter eggs want to join the media. Now they're like, oh, there's no no shoes up there, eh? Uh, 617-779-7937. This has really turned into a feat. I don't want to see your feet. It did turn into a feet thing. but you, you took it there in fairness. Uh, how does it work? How, how do sky rules work when it comes to armrests and your shoes? Uh, you can weigh in. You can also text us 37937 or at Waffles 22 uh, please weigh in there. We'll get back to Devin McCourty. Some very strong comments backing his quarterback for now, Mac Jones. And we also have an update to that story. Sources with inside the locker room uh, weighing in on Mac Jones and how he handled criticism. All of that with your phone calls next.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.